Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is the first time that you're joining me, I recommend that you go back and listen to the, to me from the beginning. You're probably going, oh my God, what is she even thinking? Because this is the 50th podcast, which is really fun and exciting for me. But the reason is, is because they these are really lessons and they build one upon the other. And I really don't want you to miss anything. So while you're at it, please subscribe. And if you really love it, then, you know, spread the news to your cohorts and family and friends and see if they can get something from it. It really is about self-improvement. It's education. It's a lot of really good information, whether you're a seasoned medium or seasoned working psychic or someone who finds yourself spiritual, wanting to have deeper connection to God, the angels, your loved ones on the other side, even we're really going to um, move into all of those arenas. Right now we're moving through the chakras, uh, <laughs> which I'm like, okay, here we go. But it's really important and because it's your energy, right? And your energy is who you bring to the world. And the chakras um, are a big part of that. So we are made up of mind, emotions, body, and soul. And this is the part, uh, your soul awareness, that I focus on. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you liked today's session. Having said that, I have to laugh at myself because even though I focus on the soul and soul awareness, it's all intricately linked, you know, mind body is one, soul is one, all are one, we are one. And so all that you learn here in regards to using your psychic ability, developing it, um, mastering it, right? Your empathic ability, definitely energy mastery. We're getting into all of that and your intuition, which I find different than psychic because um, intuition is claircognizance. It's a knowing. No reason is used to um, gather the information. It's just, you just know, you don't see it here feel it. You just know. So I am here to empower you to really be a super strong being in regards to all of that. But anything that you do here with me and carry on into your day-to-day -day life empowered is going to affect and assist you in your physical world and in your mental emotional world because it's all intricately linked and understanding the chakras on this way that we're going to enter into each one will only empower you and it will help you in your world and more than you realize <laughs> trust me it's all good well done you for being here and showing up <laughs> Okay, so this past week, we, we had some mice in the house. I was thinking it was more than one mouse because there was mouse uh, scat everywhere, if you will. And, you know, they were eating the chocolates and they were eating, um, chewing on the yoga mats in the house and just, they were on every floor. We have three floors to our home and they were, <laughs> they were everywhere leaving this trail of kind of shit to deal with. And so instead of getting the exterminator, because I'm not a fan of that, I catch, you know, spiders and <laughs> I even, I just, I just let a fly out like five minutes ago. I opened the window and I was like talking to the fly, connecting soul to soul saying, okay, look, I've got this window open. You just need to fly into this room and head out the window. And, um, it, <laughs> 
was so funny because there's it was a double window, two so, two windows side by side, and it goes to the window on the left. And I'm like, no, 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 the other window is the open window. Window, and so finally it like goes over, it pulls back, you know, and then it heads out the window that's open. It was hilarious. I'm like, I know you can hear me. This is my world. Welcome to our world. This is your world too. So the mice, I um, ended up giving, getting have a heart traps. I got three, put one on each floor. And a friend had said, listen, you got to use that cheese whiz in a can. They really love that. So I did that. Um, <laughs> and we went through the night. And sure enough, the next morning, uh, two little mice were in the one have a heart trap. So I was thrilled. I brought them two miles away, which what is what you're supposed to do. So they can't find their way back home to my house because they know their way in. I don't know how they're getting in. Um, and it felt really good. I opened up the little cage. I thought, God, I should be wearing like a mask and gloves, but I wasn't. I used my bare hands. I crouched down in the woods and I opened the door. I said, okay, head off to your new home. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Sorry for the relocation, but, um, you know, this is, uh, better than the alternative. And it felt really good, right? It felt really good. I just sent them off with light and love. And I said, listen, you need to not be in my home. And the same is true for your chakras. We're going to go into each of the chakras and you're going to find little pesky bits that you did not expect to find there. And they might be gnawing at you and having you eat chocolate or screwing up your yoga time, <laughs> keeping you up at night with all their noise of worries and fears and troubles. But we're going to, I'm going to tell you about the chakra at each session. And then we're going to go in with a guided meditation, two different components. Each week, I'm going to offer you two podcasts. One is the lecture and one is the guided meditation to help you kind of, <laughs> you know, take those rascals out of your energy, right? This will be just fine. It'll be as easy as just opening up a window and saying, off you go, fly away. I don't need you anymore. You know? You're, you're just causing too much commotion in here and I want to be free. So you be free. Go, go. <laughs> it's all good. When I teach Reiki energy balancing, which is an energy healing modality, I teach my students to scan the auric field and scan each of the chakras so they get used to sensing the energy in their hands. They could do also with their eyes and just their intuition, see where they're drawn to or clear um, sensation magnetically pulled to, or maybe even tuning in um, empathic clear sensation or um, just to try or clear sentiment, even using their skills, all their psychic and intuitive and empathic skills to tune in to see where in the body needs work. But for the purpose of this, I want to share with you, it's often easier to feel other people's chakras. Um, and so maybe grab your partner, your friend, your kid, whatever, and uh, ask them to lay down on a treatment table, the floor or a bed and, and begin way above their body with both of your hands. You know, you can set the intention. Like, I just want to feel what this energy field stuff, you know, feel and chakra stuff is all about. Just set, I mean, that's what you're doing, right? <laughs> so, but if you really feel the need to set the intention literally in your mind, you can, that kind of just awakens your, um, 
you know, your psychic side a bit more and your soul, like this is what's going on here. You don't have to say it out loud. Just your intention is to tune in and feel this stuff. And if you start with your hands way above, as high above their body as you can, put your fingertips together so that you're cupping the energy. And then you're drawing your hands down over the body to see if you could feel the auric field. Remember we did this when we were working on the auric field in the earlier podcasts. And you're just doing this while they're laying flat. Easier than when they're sitting, but totally you can do it from when they're sitting, moving towards them and just sensing with your hands. Once you kind of feel the auric field, the bubble around them, and some people's are, are going to be really extended. Some are, are going to be close to the body. Some might have an imbalance and they're closer in the body on the right or the left or further out on the right or the left. Pretty amazing when you start feeling this. Once you start feeling that, decide which hand feels the energy stronger, right? Because you might have that happen. And it doesn't matter if you're a righty or a lefty. It might be the opposite hand. Just be open to whatever. Um, and then uh, what I want you to do is move your hand across the body. Choose whichever hand's the strongest. Start off the body and then move your hand across the body. Now what you're trying to feel for are the chakras. And I'm just going to tell you a few right now. And then as we go into them individually, I'll get more clear. But right now, what you could do is maybe go over the forehead to sense the brow chakra or otherwise known as the third eye chakra and see if you can feel it as a, uh, as an, and close your eyes if you have to, right? Once you know where you're headed. See if you can sense it as um, heat, warmth, energy, zippy energy. You'll feel it in your hand as it hits your palm of your hand. Again, fingertips together, hand passing over the brow chakra and then off the body to the other side. You don't want to do it a whole lot um, back and forth, back and forth, because it's like messing up somebody's hair. You know, it's like not really comfortable after a while because you are going in their energy field. So see how that feels. See if you can maybe... Um, go across their heart, right? Off their body. Like if you were working on a treatment table or a bed, your hand is over the floor or even on the floor. If your hand is over the floor and then moving it across their body so that you feel it um, across their heart and then off on the other side of them. And again, you're just looking for this little beam of energy light, if you will. And then moving down maybe over around their belly button roughly, right? Just try those spots for starters to see how that is. And then we'll get into the others more clearly. See if you could feel it, try the other hand. Um, I remember the first time I was teaching Reiki to my father and I gave the attunements, the first round of attunements in Reiki one, I do four attunements. These are, these are, um, experiences that open up all the chakras in the body, open up the crown chakra, run the energy of Reiki healing energy into the body. And it opens you up to heal. It just kind of turns you on, if you will. <laughs> it's the loose thing that I'll say to you. If you haven't studied Reiki, that's the, all I'm going to tell you. I, I love it. I love the beauty and secrecy of Reiki. The, this, you know, it's very sacred to me. Anyway, when my dad first felt the chakras, he literally jumped back because he could not believe that he felt in his hand something that was not a chakra, like over the stomach or part of the body that there was no chakra, and then moved his hand to where there was a chakra. It was amazing to him. So I invite that of you too, is maybe you put your hand, run it over someone's mouth, and then run it over their brow chakra. Again, you're about 
you know, maybe you're six inches from the body or play with it. Maybe start really high, go back and forth, come in closer where you feel the energy. So even though the chakras start off from the body an inch and a half or so in diameter and they flute up like a funnel, um, some are stronger and some are closer to the body. Why is that? It's because some are out of balance, you know, or sometimes remember when we talked about chakras, people, some people hold their um, auric field in and therefore their chakras in as well, you know, and so um, this might be going on too, but I just think it'll be a great opportunity for you to start sensing chakras and feeling the energy spiral because you can feel it you um, use your clairsensation. You know, we've been working on this. This is so cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> You're so cool. Um, anyway, have fun with this. So that's how you want to start feeling it. And easier again to feel it in someone else's body than necessarily on your own, although some people can feel it on their own. So um, be okay with that too, if you're one of those. <laughs> Okay, so over the next 12 or so podcasts, we're going to be going through each of the chakras, but I want to give you an overview now. I have grouped them in interest, actually, which I will also um, touch upon. So in my work, when I teach Reiki, and again, there are different schools of thought, in my work, I teach an earth chakra, and the earth chakra is a foot or more beneath the physical body and it's flowing out from beneath the soles of the feet. Then I teach what's called a root chakra. This is at the very base of the spine, the very base of the tailbone. All right. Then I teach a sacral chakra. It's about two inches below the navel. Then I teach a solar plexus chakra. This is between the navel and the base of where the rib cage meets. The heart chakra is next, and it is at the center of the chest over the heart. And I also teach... Um, the throat chakra. And it's exactly where you think it is. Its location is the throat and the mouth area. And then I teach um, the brow chakra, otherwise known as third eye, but I, <laughs> I don't like to use that phrase because I'll tell you later when we get there, but I call it the brow chakra. I like that. It's about a, an inch above the point between the eyebrows, right? Then there's the crown chakra. It's at the top of the head. If you were to place your thumbs in your ears and bring your middle fingers to the top of your head, the meeting point of your fingertips is the crown chakra point. I can't wait to tell you about that one. And then there are, in my work, four upper major chakras that extend beyond the physical body. I call the first one, and I'm not the only one that calls it this. It's about, it's above the top of the head is where you find it. It's the higher self chakra. And then 
in a space above that, the karmic chakra, above that, the cosmic chakra. These are um, then at the very top beyond that is the divine chakra. These upper chakras can extend very far out of the physical body. In my experience, they are often in the auric field, but I also want to tell you they are not necessarily <laughs> in the auric field in my work. We'll get into that, I promise you. Don't forget, those are the major chakras throughout. But there are also minor chakras, like in the palms of the hand and um, at the joints in the body, like the knees, right? These are significant too. So I might actually teach you about those because they're really important in your work and in your life and in your world. <laughs> so I might go more than 12 weeks. You know me, I want to tell you anything and every possible thing I know I want to share. If I were to group the chakras, I found some really interesting groupings that make a lot of sense to me. The, the two chakras that have to do with the physical aspects are the earth chakra and the root chakra. So both the one that extends down from the feet, the soles of the feet, and then the root chakra at the base of the spine. These have a lot to do with physical characteristics of being in the body. There are two chakras that have to do with contractual agreements. Um, one is the sacral chakra, just beneath the navel, and the solar plexus between the navel and the point where the, the xiphoid process, really, where the... Um, <laughs> where the rib cage comes together. Those two, I find, have to do a lot with contractual agreements in this lifetime. When I talk to you about the groupings, it's what I've found on psychic levels and um, innate psychic information topics that I find in each of these areas. Emotionally, I find a lot of information on emotions in the heart chakra and the throat chakra just to let you know. Um, wisdom. I find a lot having to do with wisdom in both the brow chakra and the crown chakra. And for spiritual connections, I find a lot of information in the higher self and the karmic chakra. Both of those, don't forget, are extending above the top of the head. And then what I like to call, and others I think call as well, universal interest or universal topic or universal um, connection is in the chakras that are way above the head, the cosmic chakra and the divine chakra. And <laughs> listen, you don't have to know these. We're going to dive into each of them. But as you know, and as I've continued to tell you, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I might discover more or you might discover more and group them differently. And you in your own work and in your own meditation time might explore and discover other avenues or other 
um, aspects. These groupings of interest are loosely shared with you. Nothing is absolute. I have definitely found that in this work. But I just thought you might find these fascinating and as interesting as I do. So I thought I'd share them. So again, don't get caught up in these groupings. I just thought they might be a little bit of interest um, because clearly emotional content can be found in every single one of the chakras, <laughs> not just the heart and the throat, right? So um, just, you know, that's all I wanted to say is you can find a lot of information in each of the chakras and a lot of um content from this incarnation, prior incarnation, future possibilities, future potentials in each of the chakras. And so we're, our work going forward is to um, look at each chakra individually and go in to the chakra, literally, via the guided meditation and do healing work understanding, awareness, and empowerment. I want to tell you something fascinating that I learned in my work as um, an energy healer. Remember I told you I used to do Reiki straight with no psychic information and the healing would go well. But spirit kept pushing me to do, to say, they can't, actually spirit kept saying, tell them what you see, tell them what you see, tell them what you hear, tell them what you know. Because every time I put my hands on someone's chakras or on their body, I would get stories. Their body would tell me specific um, things would be revealed to me, uh, past life, current life, what the blocks were, what they were about, beyond just the meaning of the chakras, the story behind how the blocks got there, how the empowerment um was kind of Im Im embedded there, good and bad, right? Or positive, negative, or whatever, uncomfortable, comfortable. Let's call it that way. Anyway, it was fascinating to me that sometimes when there were blocks, I could just clear it with my hands without saying a thing. Other times I had to tell the person, listen, I'm getting a story. Let me tell you the story. And in telling them the story, then I was able to clear the block, right? But there were other times where spirit said, it's not enough to tell them the past life or the past situation in this incarnation. You can't just tell them what you're seeing. You have to regress them there so that they can see it and they can, you Constance, can coach them through so that it could be cleared and removed. It was really powerful and profound for me to have those experiences. But it was fascinating to me to see the layers of how healing needed to take place. And I always honored the soul on that on my table and how they needed to clear the energy blocks or bring in more energy, right? There were also times when I was like, wow, listen, you've got this other incarnation that you've been through and you're supposed to bring that consciousness into this incarnation. So you don't need to go to school to learn about, um, you know, this, that, or the other thing. You already bring it in innately as a gift and talent. You just need to honor that and move forward with it. Things like that. So I just want you to know that going forward, not only in today's podcast, but in the podcasts of the future, the meditation that I'm going to do for new beginnings, and also through each of the chakras, I might uh, have you go into the layers, or I might just say to you, um, step into it. 
just step into it. Forget all the blocks that are behind you. Just step into the light, step into your power and let all those blocks be kind of like really, <laughs> they fell away, right? That's the power of divine light and divine consciousness and truth and that incredible light that is a part of us and we're a part of and that we're capable of embodying is that it shines so bright that everything else that is not light falls away. I want you to remember that. I find it interesting that when I had the two mice in the trap and I brought them to the woods and I set the trap itself down on the ground and I went to open the trap, only one mouse really took this flying leap out and ran off. The other one, I had to really kind of work to jiggle the box to dump it out before it would actually clear the box and go. Much like the um, fly that there were two windows and I'm like, go out the window. <laughs> I forgot I had to say, go out the window on the right and kind of join as one and um, move my energy towards the right. Cause it went and of course hit the window on the left, bam, ran into something it couldn't really see before it backed up and then flew out the right window. Total double entendres all around my friends. This is how it is with chakra work and healing chakras is that we're going to go in through the guided meditations. You're going to see some things, hopefully, that you want to hold on to, keep empowered by in other areas that you're ready to clear out and let go of and release. Because sometimes in life, we keep bumping our head against like, you know, flying into the window, right? Thinking we're heading in one direction and we just can't get there. So the chakra work, hopefully, will empower you and help you to clear out some of the blocks in your life and in your um, world, right? Because as you heal, you heal your vibration shifts and you become a beacon just by your presence. I mean, you already are, right? Your light, you are powerful. Um, and I'm excited that you're embarking on this journey with me and I wish you luck. <laughs> I wish me luck. And so thank you so much um, for listening and tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Until next time, be well. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.